let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast. My name is Joseph Mertzel. I am your host, flying solo once again for you guys in this episode. It's going to be a short, sharp, and to-the-point episode. I'm going to talk to you guys about one of my most hated quotes, and that quote is, I don't have time. Man, I hate when I hear when I hear people say. When, you know what? There's two there's two situations where I really hate the use of this uh, of this this saying this statement, guys. The first one is when you ask somebody, for example, why they haven't completed a particular task or why they haven't done something that they said they were going to do that was important to them, or you know, why 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 a particular outcome has not yet occurred, and their response is, "I don't have time." or I didn't have time. The second situation where I really hate this is where you say it to yourself, where you know you haven't completed something that you wanted to complete by a certain time, or you haven't done something that you've really been wanting to do for quite some time now, and your inner talk, your self-talk is, well, I haven't done it because you know I haven't had time, or I just can't get to it because I don't have time. The reason why I hate this saying so much, guys, is because it's a complete cop-out. We all have time. We all actually have exactly the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours each and every day to use and to spend how we want. And by saying I don't have time is just a, it's just a completely bullshit excuse. So what I say, and uh, <laughs> this, 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 uh, this has spread so well through the Massive Joe's business that whenever I ask a particular question and the response is I don't have time, my staff members very quickly correct <laughs> and they respond with the, 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 the correct excuse, which is it's not a priority or it hasn't been a priority. Don't say, and you guys can do this right now, think about something where that you have put off or you haven't achieved or you haven't had a chance to do yet, where your inner self-talk, when you question yourself about why you haven't done it, is something along the lines of, well, I don't have time or I haven't had time or I didn't have time. And replace that with, it's not a priority or it hasn't been a priority or it wasn't a priority because that's the truth. And when you move from I don't have time to it's not a priority, it becomes pretty obvious what's actually happened. It's not the fact that you haven't had time. The fact of the matter is it just wasn't important enough to you to make it a priority. And that's why you haven't achieved it. And that's why you haven't done it. And that's why you haven't got the outcome that you really thought you wanted to get. But as in actual fact, it's really not that important to you. So, it begs the question, considering we all have the same 24 and some of us are just better at using that 24 than others, or as I like to say, some of us are better at making the most of our 24 than others. It begs the question, why, how, and what techniques are certain people using to make the most of their 24 and how can we tap into that to make sure that we are making the most of our 24? And so this episode of Fitness Times Business really is about two concepts. The first one is prioritization and the second one is execution. And I want to go through them one at a time and then kind of 
pull everything together for you guys and give you some practical tips and tricks and strategies to really, you know, once at the end of this episode, to have the practical strategies to make sure that you're making the most of your 24 when it comes to prioritization, when it comes to execution, and when it comes to never using this bullshit excuse, completely removing it from your vocabulary, this bullshit statement of I don't have time. So the first thing I want to discuss is prioritization. And I really want to talk about it in the frame of being busy versus being productive. So we all know what being busy feels like, guys, don't we? We all know what it feels like to be busy. And I really think that it's almost kind of socially acceptable now to be busy, to uh, hustle, to grind, to um, pick whatever buzzword you want. It's kind of like the, it's the social norm now to just be run off your feet, to be really, really busy. And really what busyness is, especially when you can consider the difference between being busy and being productive, busy is just jumping from task to task, from thing to thing, and just filling time with no real direction. You're just busy because you got a lot, a lot of shit going on and you don't have, quote unquote, enough time to get it all done. So you just jump from one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing. And what's the outcome? You run out of time, but you're busy. On the flip side, being productive is about doing the right things, using your time to do the things that matter, focusing your time and your effort on moving the needle forward in whatever area of your life you want to move the the needle forward in and whatever goals you're trying to achieve and whatever outcomes you're trying to pursue. It's very focused and it's very directed effort and time and productivity. And that's why we call it being productive. And so when we kind of consider the difference between being busy and being productive in, let's start with the business realm, for example. I mean, if you're an employee, you know what this feels like, guys. It's when you're working on tasks that are not particularly related to your KPIs. Uh, You fall victim to distractions. You've just got a lot of inputs coming in and you get overwhelmed and you kind of lose track of the really important things, but you're busy. You've just got a lot of shit going on. You know exactly what that feels like. We've all had days like that. Business owners on the flip side, you guys know exactly what that feels like as well. As a business owner, there's a lot of different inputs coming in. You've got managers, you know, wanting to, to get your opinion on this. You've got staff members wanting your opinion on this. You've got, there's a lot of different inputs coming in and it's very easy to get very busy and not be very productive. And even more so from a business owner's perspective as compared to an employee's perspective, it's really the situation of where you are spending most of your time working in the business operationally rather than on the business and kind of pushing that that needle forward. That's what busyness feels like. And we, whether you're an employee, whether you're a business owner, you guys know what that feels like. It's you get to the end of the day and you're like, holy shit, where the fuck did the day go? I feel like I was so busy, but I feel like I got nothing done. You guys know what that feels like. You've been completely flat out the whole day, but you feel like you've literally achieved nothing. That is the difference between being busy and being productive. On the flip side, 
when you've had those days where you've been really productive, whether you're an employee or a business owner, you know what that feels like. It's very focused energy. It's very focused effort. If you're the sort of person who uses to-do list, it's putting lines through your to-do list and you just, you know, a lot of the time you actually don't feel that busy, but you feel like you're in a state of flow. You feel like you're getting done what you need to get done at a very, it's almost like a little bit of like a still kind of pace to it, but you're just chipping away. You're chipping away at what you need to do. It's that focused effort. It's that focused feeling of flow and productivity. And that's really the difference between being busy and being productive when you consider the business realm. On the fitness realm, we just flip over to there real quick. Being busy is jumping from diet to diet, jumping from different supplement to different supplement, jumping from different workout regime to different workout regime, and not actually prioritizing, you know what, this is the diet that I need to stick to because it's going to help me achieve this particular goal that I'm trying to achieve. This is the supplementation regime that I need to stick to because it aligns with the particular physique goal I'm trying to achieve. This is the workout regime that I need to stick to because it aligns with what I'm trying to accomplish with my body, with my health, with my physique. That's the focused effort. That's doing the stuff that matters as opposed to just jumping from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another, to just fill your life with a bunch of fitness, but you're not actually moving towards any particular fitness goal. So that's how that plays out in the, in the fitness realm, the difference between being busy and being productive. You want to make sure that in both fitness and business and whatever area of your life you're applying this to, you are... If busy is over on this side of the scale and productive is over on this side of the scale, you want to be maxing out this side of the scale. You want to be spending most of your days being productive, not most of your days being busy and feeling like you're not actually achieving anything. And there's some tips and tricks and strategies that I'm going to go through with you guys at the end of this episode to make sure that you are on that end of the scale and being as productive as you can possibly be. But before we get there, prioritization is just one piece of the puzzle. When you can get to the point where the tasks that you're working on are in alignment with your goals in whatever area of your life you're trying to achieve those goals, the next piece of the puzzle is execution. It's prioritization and execution. And a good way to kind of think about the two sides of the scale of execution, like we considered the two sides of the scale of prioritization, being busy, being productive. When it comes to execution, on one side, you've got starting, and on the other side, you've got finishing. And I like to think of this particular quote. I'm sure you guys have heard it. It's quite a common quote. It goes something along the lines of, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. And this quote is used in a bunch of different analogies, but effectively the kind of generally accepted point of this quote is that any big task or any big goal, any kind of, you know, big overwhelming outcome that you're trying to achieve, which is the thousand miles, you have to start. You have to take that single step. If you don't start, there's no way you're ever going to get to those thousand miles. I like to take a little bit of a different view of this quote. And I actually add a little bit on the end to make it kind of my interpretation of the quote. I take the quote, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And I add this little bit on the end end that says, 
A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and finishes at a thousand miles. So I like to look at the quote as saying, once you've started something, if you only take that first step or you only take the first 10 steps or the first 100 steps or you only go the first mile, what was the point of starting in the first place? If the journey is a thousand miles, motherfucker, get to a thousand miles, finish the journey. And this is a great way of thinking about the difference of, of starting and finishing. And when you apply it once again, you know, let's start with the business realm and employees in particular. Once again, guys, I'm sure you will resonate with this. It's about starting tasks or projects that just never get finished. You know, maybe you get 10% of the way, maybe you get 50% of the way. Fucking sometimes you get 90% of the way and you just can't get that little piece at the end to get it finished. And most of the time it's because you have distractions that come in or other tasks that come in that usually don't fall into your list of priorities that start stealing your focus and stealing your time and stealing your energy so that you are never actually able to finish the task or the project that you initially began. From a business owner's perspective, it's a similar sort of situation, but my personal experience with it most of the time is saying yes to opportunities, to new opportunities before you've closed out opportunities that you've already started. And my business owners listening, you guys will feel me on this one because, you know, as a, as a business owner, there's continuous opportunities coming your way. There's continuous, it's just like an endless conveyor belt of different shit you can be doing, different opportunities you can pursue. And often saying yes to a lot of those new opportunities, not often, pretty much all the time, saying yes to those new opportunities pulls focus and energy and effort and overall resources away from the projects that you've got on the table at that point in time that you need to execute before you can go and commit to the next one. If we flip it and we talk about the fitness realm, it's about changing diets, changing supplementation regimes, changing workout regimes as soon as it gets either boring or stale or difficult. You know, you might stick to a certain diet to achieve a certain outcome. You've got the prioritization thing down packed stick to the supplementation regime, stick to the workout regime, but it starts getting a little bit boring and you're looking for the next best thing or the new thing, the new shiny thing. You're looking for the new shiny diet because it's different, the new supplementation regime because it's different, the new workout regime because it's different because you're bored with the current one or the current one is just getting a little bit too difficult. So you flip it and you go and look for something new. That's what starting looks like. Finishing. We all know what finishing feels like in the career realm, guys, in the business realm. It's just that, that pure satisfaction of finishing a project that you started that's taken you a month to get done, three months to get done, six months to get done. Fuck it. Some projects you've been working on for years. And when you can finally throw down and say that project is done, dusted. It's that feeling of 
accomplishment that comes along with it. It's that feeling of finishing what you started. It's that feeling of you took that first step of a thousand miles and you made it to the thousand miles. We all know what that feels like. That is just absolute bliss. And then from a fitness perspective, it's exactly the same. It's about getting to the end of that 10-week challenge that you committed to. It's about getting to the stage because you permitted to do you committed to doing that contest prep and you made it to the stage and that you finished, you executed, you got done what you said you needed to get done. For those of you performance athletes, it's about that final competition. Perhaps it's a grand final, perhaps it's a championship match, whatever that final piece of the puzzle is that you know you started a particular journey, you did what you needed to do, and you executed, and you got the job done. So practical advice. You guys know Fitness Times Business, I like to give you guys as much practical advice, as much strategy as I possibly can, and make sure that you leave each and every episode with some mental jewels, for lack of a better term, that you can apply to your own life, whether it's business, fitness, your personal life, whatever it is. So when we talk about prioritization and we contrast being busy with being productive, guys, the first thing to keep in mind is that you don't get points for being busy. No one rewards busyness. You do get points for prioritizing and doing work that matters. People care that you're moving the needle in the direction it needs to be moved to reach a final outcome. So you've got to remember that at all time. And I, and I think that the, the real goal with prioritization is you shouldn't be aiming to be busy. There's no points for it. No one rewards it. You should be aiming to be productive. You should be aiming to do work that matters. That's the goal. So how do you get to that goal? What does prioritization practically look like? What can you actually do as soon as this episode is finished right here, right now to make sure that you are prioritizing all of the shit that you've got going on to ensure that you're moving that needle forward towards your goals? The first thing you got to do is you got to start with your goals, guys. If you have yet to set SMART goals for whatever area of your life, that SMART, S-M-A-R-T, You've heard me talk about it many times before, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You've got to start there. That is the starting point. If you don't have smart goals, you don't know what the fuck you're trying to accomplish, and you're going to be busy as fuck, and you're never going to get anything done. And there's no points for busy. So you've got to start with your smart goals. Take your smart goals break them down into what you need to do on a month by month basis. So you can break them down into monthly smart goals or just monthly tasks. I need to complete these tasks each and every month to achieve this smart goal. Take those monthly goals and tasks and break them down once again into weekly goals and tasks. I need to achieve these goals. I need to get these tasks done on a week by week basis. And that's going to keep the needle moving forward to achieving the smart goals. Take those weekly goals and tasks, and this is something I personally do, guys. This is practical advice that I personally use myself. Break them down into daily lists of priorities. And I'm saying not daily lists of tasks, daily lists 
of things that need to be done in the priority that they need to be done in to keep the needle moving forward. That's the difference between being busy and being productive, knowing exactly what needs to be done, the order it needs to be done in and going ahead and fucking doing it. Once you've set that up, that's kind of, I like to consider that the offense side. You guys know my basketball background. I break everything down into basketball analogies. <laughs> so let's call that offense. Then you got to think about defense. You got to protect your prioritization. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing, guys, you got to eliminate distractions because it's one thing to have a daily list of priorities, a weekly list of priorities, a monthly list of priorities and work through them. But if you're continuously letting distractions in, whether it's distractions from uh, other employees, whether it's distractions from your staff, whether it's fucking Facebook notifications or emails or phone calls or whatever it is, anything that comes in to distract you. And there's going to be exceptions. Obviously, there's emergencies that need to be dealt with then and there. But for the most part, most of these incoming inputs are distractions. You need to eliminate them. So do things like turn your phone off during the day when you're working through your list of priorities. If you don't want to turn your phone off, turn your social media notifications off. Check your emails first thing in the morning. Shut them down. Don't look at them during the day. When you are working through your list of priorities, you need to eliminate the distractions. Shut them down. Don't look at them until you've finished that list of priorities for the day. Maybe it's in the afternoon. Maybe it's at nighttime. Maybe it's not till the next morning. That's something personally that I do. I will not check emails during the day. I check them in the morning. I check them at night. During the day, I'm working on my list of priorities. One by one, getting through them. And then you got to make sure that you're revisiting and reflecting. I like to do it on a weekly basis because things do change, guys. You can't necessarily set up your SMART goals for a 12-month period, break them down into month by month, break them down into week by week, break them down into day by day. It's a fantastic plan, but we all know that plans need to be fluid because shit changes. So you need to be fluid with it. Revisit your priorities. I tend to do it on a weekly basis. You could probably do it on a fortnightly basis. That's probably sufficient enough. And the last point is to reflect on your priorities and the things you've done in the past and whether they've worked for you in the list of priorities that you put them in. Or perhaps looking back, you might go, you know what? I probably could have prioritized a little bit different to move the needle even more forward than I did. So that reflection process is quite important as well. And you can apply this to both the business realm and both the fitness realm. The practical advice is exactly the same. Start with the SMART goals, break it down, get to your daily list of priorities, eliminate distractions, revisit and reflect. And then execution. What's the practical advice that we can give when it comes to execution? Guys, it goes without saying, there's no points for starting. No one gives a fuck what you start. There's points for finishing. People care about what you get done. People care about the outcomes. People care about the final results. Execution is everything. So what do we do when it comes to execution? What do, what do we do when we've got the list of 
we, we've prioritized our tasks. We know exactly what needs to be done. Now it's time to get to work. I think the biggest thing here, guys, is you have to really exert and through exertion, you're going to develop discipline when it comes to finishing tasks before moving on to new ones. Executing on your list of priorities before you go and throw other tasks or other priorities into the mix. Once again, it's a similar situation where the offense is executing, the defense is making sure that all of these other inputs, which effectively become distractions, are eliminated. And I think the biggest piece of advice when it comes to executing on your list of priorities is not being afraid to say no. Not being afraid to say, no, I can't help you with that task that you need help with right now. I'll get, I, I will do it. I will, I'll schedule it in to my list of priorities. But right now I'm working on these. And I need to get these done because these is what getting these done, executing on these is what's going to push the need, is going to move the needle, it's going to push the needle, it's going to push me closer to achieving the outcomes I need to achieve. From a business owner's perspective, it's about saying no to those new opportunities as enticing as they may be at a particular point in time. You just want to jump on them because they, you know, those opportunities, you guys know, you guys feel me on this one. Those opportunities are just like, fuck, this is the golden opportunity I've been waiting for. You have to exert discipline in getting done what you're currently working on, on finishing what you've already started before you go and devote the time, the energy, the effort, the resources to the new opportunities, or else you're never going to get anything done. You're just going to be starting new opportunity after new opportunity after new opportunity and not actually finishing anything. And guys, there's no points for starting. No one gives a fuck what you start. There's only points for finishing. People care about the outcomes. People care about the end results. So you have to exert discipline in getting to the end results before you say yes to new opportunities, before you say yes to new tasks, before you go and rejumble your list of priorities because all these other inputs have come in. So don't be afraid to say no. And I think a great example of this, I was actually thinking about this as I was prepping for this podcast in the fitness realm. Uh, because it's something I can still look back on now and you guys can go look back on it right now. Uh, and I was like, I have, I have to tell you about this, this story because I didn't really talk about it as it was happening, but I, I was very deliberate with my efforts is when I earned my IFBB pro card in 2017 and purposely took the time off because I knew going from an amateur to a professional, I needed to build a significant amount of muscle. I needed to build a lot of size. So I knew I was going to have a couple of year off season. I was, you know, I was going to put on some body fat that a lot of people, you know, because I competed year after year after year after year. So I always stayed in shape. I was going to put on some body fat that people, most people never seen me have before. And I'm in front of a camera all the time. <laughs> but I knew that I needed to execute I knew that I started that off season. The end of the off season was going to move that needle closer to where it needed to be moved to make me competitive on the pro circuit. And so whenever a YouTube video went up and the motherfuckers in the comments <laughs> were saying shit like Joe's looking a little bit chunky. Joe's looking a little bit chubby. Joe's looking a little bit out of shape. And I read these comments and I'm like, fuck, man, I just want to like, 
go back into caloric deficit just so I can silence these motherfuckers. But I finished what I started because I knew that I needed to execute. I knew what my priorities were, and that was the diet, the supplementation regime, the workout regime that I needed to follow for what ended up being almost a two-year period, actually more than a two-year period after I reverse dieted and started my contest prep for the Arnold in 2020. Over a two-year period, I needed to stick to that list of priorities and I needed to execute to get the goal that I wanted to achieve, to move the needle closer to where it needed to go to allow me to get closer to those goals that I was trying to achieve as a pro athlete. And the same applies to whatever fitness goal you guys are trying to achieve. When you figured out what the goal is, you've prioritized the tasks that need to be done. You start working towards them. You need to see them through. Perhaps it's building muscle. Perhaps it's losing body fat. Perhaps it's performing, increasing performance. Perhaps it's improving general health. Whatever the fuck it is, guys. There's no points for starting. There's only points for finishing. And I think the final thing that I want to leave you guys with before wrapping up this episode is that this process, another thing that I did uh, as I was prepping for, for this episode of Fitness Times Business was I was kind of thinking back to what I used to do when it, with regards to prioritization and, and execution five years ago. I went back to 2015. I was like, man, what did my days look like? Because... I was busy. I was getting, you know, I was, I, there was, I, I was busy. <laughs> the days were flying by, you know, but my days look completely different to the way they did now. And at the time I thought I was doing a good job prioritizing and executing. But when I look back and I can literally look back at my accountability calendar from five years ago and look at the things that I was doing with the experience I have now, I was like, fuck, I was all over the place. I, you know, especially with my business, I was like jumping from one task to another, to another, to another. And there was not a lot of structure with the prioritization. There was a little bit, but not definitely not to the level that there is five years on and execution, definitely not to the level there was five years on. So the thought I want to leave you guys with is this is a continuous practice that the more time and effort that you spend on prioritizing tasks and making sure that you're executing, making sure that you're finishing what you start, the better you're going to get at it. So I encourage you guys to take that single step on a journey of a thousand miles and continue to iterate, continue to reflect, continue to practice. Because as you do that, when it comes to prioritization and execution, you're going to continue to get better and better and better, which means you're going to get better at achieving your goals faster than you ever have before. You're going to be able to set bigger and more oppressive go impressive goals, and you're going to be able to achieve those goals, and you're just going to continue to level up. It's literally like climbing a staircase. You're going to go to the next level, and the next level, and the next level, and the next level, but it starts with that first step, and it starts right now. Guys, if you've enjoyed this episode of Fitness Times Business, you guys know what I ask in return. I don't ask for a lot. We don't do anything with this. Literally, the purpose of this podcast is to get you guys practical business, fitness, and 
personal development advice that you can apply to whatever area of your life you're trying to achieve in at the time you're listening to each and every episode of Fitness Times Business. We don't run ads. We don't monetize this motherfucker. We don't do anything. That is the goal of the podcast. The way we achieve that goal is through you guys helping us reach as many people as possible. So the one thing I ask in return is that you share the podcast. You can share it person to person. You guys know the drill, man. You can share it person to person. Take a screenshot right now of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. Post it in your Instagram story. Tag me at Joseph Mentel in there. I share as many tags as I can see. So we're spreading the love around. And just share the love, guys. Spread the love. Uh, that's all I ask in return. Until next time, catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.